Welcome to episode 171 of the Twim Show. This is your host Sajid and today I'm going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing world from the week of July 24 through 28. So today first off we have, let's see what do we have, my thing is not working, seems like the, oh there we go. First off, we have, uh, you know, quarterly updates for this week. You know, as you know, if you've been following our show, we like I like to cover the, you know, revenue updates, um, not quarterly updates, quarterly revenue updates from all the big platforms that are listed, uh, such as Google, Microsoft, LinkedIn, and everyone else. It's that time of the quarter. So Google has announced their revenue. So did Microsoft. And one thing, you know, really matters is that, you know, how this platforms are spending money and growing money. So Google's reported a strong quarter earnings for Q2 2023. Uh, their revenue was up, ad revenue was up 3.3%. Google has other business entities such as, you know, cloud computing and, you know, uh, Google business suite, things like that. But we don't really care about that. We look at, you know, how much revenue are they generating from the ad portion of the business. And that also includes YouTube. And it seems like uh, they've done a pretty decent job over there. So it they that increase uh, YouTube ad revenue was seven point six billion, up from seven point three four billion in twenty twenty two. So it's a little bump, but it's still growing. Uh, so it looks like uh, Google will probably going to double down on that a little bit in Q three. Microsoft ad revenue was up eight percent. So they did much better than Google. I think Google's ad revenue was up three point three percent. Microsoft is slowly gaining growing grounds and I think that's coming at a you know whatever at, a, at Google's price and whatnot um, and you know obviously you know over there they have Bing and LinkedIn and LinkedIn ad revenue didn't go up a whole lot it you know they basically see a lot more revenue coming in from talent solutions right uh, so that's something you need to keep in mind and LinkedIn what I was looking at the numbers is like they have about 202 million active users in the US. I mean, overall, LinkedIn is saying they have 980 million. Uh, I don't really look into, you know, other regions yet because this is a show that's focused primarily for the US market. So 202 plus million in the US, about 22 million in Canada. Uh, the other thing is LinkedIn is saying they have a 22% increase in views of updates in the main feed year over year, 25% increase in public con conversations in the app. Uh, newsletter creation has gone up by 10x and I can say yes it has because I get you know I'm connected to quite a few people and I get notified about oh such and such has created an app has invited you to follow I'm like man I don't want to follow yet another link newsletter I have enough information that I want to focus on I want to read uh, there is a gap of how much I can read in a given day uh, not a gap I mean there is only so much time I have left to how much I can read in a given day so I'm just like not gonna go sign up yet another newsletter just because that person is connected to me okay uh, what you really want to know is you know if for LinkedIn uh, you want to probably look in their LinkedIn audience insights to see if your audience is already on LinkedIn and how they are kind of working uh, and this was actually a good update and this is where I believe in like you know 
Sometimes we know things and we forget or we overlook, but things like this show where I look at the revenue numbers and it just comes to me because, you know, obviously LinkedIn kind of promoted that information again and just, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So I had forgotten about an audience inside. Uh, we are kind of getting ready to launch a campaign for a client. Uh, so when I look at that, I was like, holy cow. I have overlooked this. Maybe we should tell our team to kind of look into LinkedIn audience inside to see if there's anything we can glean and you know, probably we should think of LinkedIn marketing. But, you know, not that we're going to jump into it, but I'm just saying uh, that's one thing, you know, I had overlooked or forgotten and now LinkedIn's revenue numbers reminded me. Okay, let's jump into uh, Meta. Meta's ad revenue was up 12% in, in Q2. Uh, and so that's a big number, right? You know, if you compare Microsoft and Google's, Metas is up Q2, um, and they're roughly at 31.5 billion. Uh, and then impressive user growth engage, impressive growth in user engagement. Uh, Facebook's daily active user count increased by 5% to reach 2.6 billion. Uh, so Facebook seems like a big, uh, you know, thing i mean obviously facebook includes um instagram and now obviously threads which kind of seems to be dying um but you know it's still a big number uh, there is a lot of opportunity there if you can you know obviously advertise and convert people over uh, uh facebook also has whatsapp i've forgotten about it i'm looking at my show notes and i'm like why did i forget that uh so whatsapp saw seven percent in year over year year over year rise in daily active users totaling 3 billion wow that's bigger than uh facebook and i can see that why i use whatsapp on a regular basis uh, there are a lot of groups on whatsapp and in whatsapp now you can record videos as well uh, they're putting ads uh, thinking of ads or they're putting ads in whatsapp i think whatsapp for business solution is there so whatsapp is a pretty strong ecosystem okay uh hope this gives you some idea of what opportunities lay out there what you may have to do what you don't have to do things like that uh, but again we are not a cfo show where we're going to break down the numbers and drill deep digger drill deeper to see you know how off efficient list companies are running if we should buy their stocks or not that's not what it is it's all about hey here's what they're reporting their people seem to be spending more i mean you know this is july end of july early august and obviously you know holiday season is coming up it's like three or four months out um so you know there is halloween then there is the thanksgiving black friday and then obviously the christmas season so you want to start thinking in those directions right now next up uh google since we're talking about ads and everything google has announced you know dynamic search ads and google display ads advertisers should upgrade to performance max uh again this is just an announcement uh whether you do it or not up to you google's like obviously pushing it uh, they can create auto create assets and there's a lot of things you can do uh i am not a hundred percent sold on uh performance max yet that's just my personal opinion however it is worthwhile for you to try it out if you have the budget if you have tiny budget stay with and if dsa is working for you go with it especially for gda i would i wouldn't mind using performance max i would definitely try it out and see how what kind of results you get okay next up oh this is good uh tiktok text posts a new way to express yourself remember last if you listen to last week's show and i was like you know why did facebook or mark zuckerberg go out and create threads and why not take the features of threads and 
put it into Instagram, what's working. And rather than creating yet another app and kind of taking people away, why not build that uh, capability into Instagram? Well, looks like TikTok is going that way. So it's just, that's what TikTok text posts are. Uh, is, uh, let's see what it says. Uh, it's up to a thousand characters long and can include images, stickers, and hashtags. So, you know, yes, theoretically, you can create a po text post in Instagram where you could just go in and, you know, create it in Canva. Let's just use that as an example, put a text post, images, things like that, and then you can download it, upload it back into thing. Or you could just, Instagram could just give us a option where you could just create a text and put a background image if you like, and then off you go. So it's all about creation, right? I'm not saying, you know, again, I'm not going to deep into it, but it just seems like, you know, much easier from, you know, what TikTok is doing. And I'm quite sure the guys at Instagram and at Threads are crashing their head and like, how can we combine these two? Why not have, why? Because Threads seems like a very duplicate of Instagram with just a couple of features that are not in Instagram, but in threads, if you ask, if you ask me, unless, uh, if threads, again, I don't want to go deeper and I spent too much time. It's just like in a completed to Twitter, Twitter has its own, uh, stronghold, but you know, Hey, what do I know? But just so that, you know, TikTok text posts are coming, uh, TikTok is already rolling it out, testing it out and, you know, let me know or check it out and see how it goes for you. Okay, uh, moving into the land of Google, Google Merchant Center changes email support. Uh, what that basically means, Merchant Center is a free service that allows businesses to manage the product listings on Google Shopping. Now, Google has launched uh, customer support features on Mar Merchant Center, which allows you to share details of your uh, customer support and in returns policy. So this basically means when someone is on Google Shopping, they don't need to leave the site and go check it out. Hey, should I buy from this merchant? Because I don't know what the return policy is, what their customer support policy is. It's just in one place it's good you should use it uh if you don't use it that's up to you if you need to see how to use it it should be very it's easy uh the step-by-step -step process is in the show notes check that out and talking about ai and merchant center google is cracking down on ai generated automated and ai generated reviews uh, this requires you to use obviously structured metadata if you are getting reviews and you think they are uh, automated generated they're spam you should use the ease underscore spam attribute and flag them to google or if you're getting like you know a lot of unrelated reviews from haters and whatnot or bots you can actually also flag them to google uh, the actual steps are let me see it's in my show notes. it should be in the show notes uh, it's just a you know Google form you can sign in and just submit to Google saying this is spam please uh, take it out and Google is going to review it and then if it sees it's spam it's going to just go ahead and delete it from you right it helps I mean I've uh, it's a good feature and Google expands sitename support for subdomains uh, before you know Google would probably if you have a subdomain called you know marketandgrow.com oh, sorry if you have a domain called marketandgrow.com and then you have a subdomain called blog.marketandgrow.com and you want the subdomain to when someone goes to that or in the search results they should show up as uh, market and grow blogs in the past it worked it didn't work it was confusing and Google is like kind of uh, fixing that 
we talked about that a little bit of domains and how site names show up in uh, last week. Uh, so now what Google is saying that um, you should obviously use the, uh, there is a, let me see, what is it? Uh, there is a pref you need to set a structured metadata uh, to say indicate the preferred um, let me see uh, what's that structured metadata I am not I'm traveling and I am not very well organized for this I apologize for that yeah so basically you need to use a preferred site name uh, to an alternative name alt name uh, for your structured uh, for your site uh, yeah alternate name i apologize i should have highlighted i bolded it so that it's easier to find alternate name property should be set through structured data so that way google has a way to know okay this is what you want and it has to be short and concise the link to the structured uh the Website structured data. I'm gonna be in the. It's in the show notes. You should take it out, and that kind of tells you what's the best way to set indicate a preferred site name to Google. Okay, it's very very important. If you don't want people to for, if you don't want people to mess it up your structured uh, site name or Google to mess it up as well, and you don't want people to get the wrong site name. Question about AI is our .ai domain names good for SEO, right? There are two kinds of domain names. We've talked about this in the past. There's a global domain name and country-specific domain names, uh, extensions, TLD extensions. Okay, .dot uh, .globals are, you know, global levels are basically .com, .net, .org, .biz. It's not country-specific. It could mean anything. You could be located at marketandgrow.com. It doesn't say which country it is associated which country it is associated with. Like now .co.uk, .ca, .ai usually means it's country specific. And Google usually uses those kind of information to say, oh, this is a UK-based company because it's a .co, uh, .co.uk. And .ai usually means anti, let me see, I don't want to mispronounce this, Ankigla, Ankigla. Angila, right? And the island of Angila is .ai, but however, everybody is using you know .ai these days. You see so many companies coming out, tech companies coming out because they do with artificial intelligence. They say, oh, we're going to use .ai. So Google is saying you can use .ai. Uh, we are not going to specifically tie to dot, uh, that island of Antigua because you know obviously you know um, we kind of realize people are training that. However, using that does not give you any leverage over SEO. And that's what Google is coming out and saying. You can use it because it's short, it's easy. You could just say mag.ai, which is basically means probably it has something to do with AI. People would probably perceive it as that way and probably it's easier to remember. But Google is not saying, look, there is no uh, benefits just because you have a .ai in the thing, right? Uh, whether, whether your website ranks or not based on quality of your content and number of backlinks you have. Right. That's what Google is kind of saying. Or maybe it's missing how many backlinks you have, but Google is saying there's nothing. Uh, it's all about helpful content. Okay. Uh, Google also publishes the list of CCTLDs, which is country-specific uh, extensions uh, that you could probably see and see which ones you should use and which one you shouldn't. Up to you. But just so that you know, you can use .ai domains, but you know it doesn't really give you any benefits over SEO. 
Okay, uh, last one for this week is Google's John Miller is saying programmatic SEO is spam. Programmatic SEO is like this type of SEO involves creating large numbers of low quality landing pages that are designed to rank for specific keywords. And obviously I've seen quite a few Instagram reels and Facebook reels and TikTok videos where they say, you know, here's how we create thousands of content every day. We go to Ads of the Republic, we get pickup things, we get keywords and we issue this command to chat GPT or some AI and it's going to speed out content and we're going to put it on our website. Miller is saying, look, this is a junk. Uh, you know, programmatic SEO is often used to target hyper specific keywords such as songs about dogs, maps of school. These keywords are often not very competitive, so it is easy to rank for them with low quality content. And Mueller also warned that programmatic SEO can lead to penalties from Google. He said that Google is trying to get rid of this stuff. And this is not something that they want to see in the search engines result space. Now, what does this mean? Yes, you can get away with this for now, but the hammer is going to drop in the future, right? And then overnight, you're going to wake up and you're going to see your ranking has gone down. Your traffic has gone down just because Google has dropped the hammer. And now you're panicking, you're crying, you're complaining. Well, you've been forewarned. And we have seen this, it has happened with a lot of different other, you know, cheap tricks that people have employed in the past or site owners have employed in the past and thought Google uh, would not catch hold of it. And they did, and then they got burned. So uh, folks, be careful with that. This is the last update for this week in marketing. Uh, I will talk to you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye.